Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoop Ballers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. It is Saturday. February 15th, 2020, All-Star Weekend. And we are back with a special Saturday edition to talk about some interesting things that the Twitter followers have been asking about. We're going to be talking about model, uh, model building, betting processes, and things of that nature. I have two good buddies of mine who are experts in this field when it comes to betting and model building. I have my good friend Yaniv Fliegelman. He's out in New York City and I got Mo Dell in Boston. Yaniv, how you doing? Pretty good. Good, good to be here. Uh, glad, glad we could finally find a time for you to come on. And Mo, what's going on, buddy? I know we've been trying to get this on the books for a while. I'm glad we were able to make it happen and I'm really excited for this episode. Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm really excited. I'm a huge hoopball fan. Love what you guys are doing. Love the Twitter action. Love the picks. Uh, excited to be on. Awesome. Awesome. So before we jump into some questions and then we'll get to some picks at the end of the show, uh, we got a big hockey slate and a big college basketball slate. We are recording at 815 on the West Coast Saturday morning. Just want to give a shout out to our sponsors over at mybookie.ag. You know, MyBookie is amazing. They got it all from NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even take the bets that Mo myself and Yaniv give you today, pull them together in a parlay for an even bigger payout. MyBookie's got more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you got to do is use our promo code TODAY. That's T-O-D-A-Y to activate the offer. Once again, Promo code is today, T-O-D-A-Y, to get your extra cash from my bookie. All right, guys, let's bet, win, and get paid. Before we jump into some picks, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, what, what are the analytics here? What do we do in preparation and, uh, you know, preparation for making picks? So I want to throw it over to you first, Yaniv. What does what your betting process look like? And, and kind of how do you – I know you have a great model and, and we kind of – you know, have been working together for a long time, but how, how do you, what do you look for first before you look at the numbers on a game? Is there a certain process you have, or do you just kind of rely on your model? Yeah. So um, I guess I could talk about it from an NBA perspective. That's really what uh, my main focus is. It's always been my kind of passion uh, for sports. Uh, I enjoy all sports, but basketball is my thing. So I think it's important at least for me, just to start off with a very simple power rankings. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, when they first start thinking about making 
a model, they kind of get overwhelmed. There's like so much data, what to do. I'm not a math guy. I'm not a, I don't have a PhD, but I think um, there's a lot of data available, especially with NBA that you could simply just make, you know, a power ranking. You know, we know that the Bucks are better than the Kings, but how much better are they than the Kings? So I think if you start off over there, you'll have at least a good, um, you know, starting point when looking at the games on a day-to-day basis. Um, and then from there, you want to look at, you know, different situational spots. Um, so I've been following the NBA for a long time. There are a lot of things that I've picked up on just watching it. Um, and, you know, I'll give you an example. The other night we were talking about that Jazz Heat game. Um, to me, like my numbers were spot on with what the spread was about Jazz by four or four and a half. But I just thought it was a really good spot being at the Heat. We're on the fifth road game in a row in about like eight days. Uh, they're also a bunch of younger team relying on young guys who haven't played a full NBA season, right? Duncan Robinson. Same Tyler Hero. A lot of their shooters haven't played a full NBA season, so they don't know what it's like to be, you know, doing five road games at eight nights, especially guys who rely on their shot. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a I'm, I'm gonna take a stab over here, even though my numbers don't necessarily align with some value over there. So just things like that. Once you like learn a sport, how it works, um, you know, just try to start off with your baseline of what your numbers say, and then try to handicap the game based off you know what you've seen what you followed in the sport to kind of, you know, go through that process every day uh, instead of just like, you know, opening up a thing and say, Oh, bucks are better than the Kings. I'm going to bet the bucks, you know, it's, you have to go a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, absolutely. And Mo, uh, I know that we, we talk pretty much every day as well. And we, we kind of dissect our picks as well. Um, and I know that you message Well, I'm on the West coast. You guys are both on the East coast. I woke up to a few messages and, Mo definitely liked that spot as well. He was all over the Utah Jazz uh, against the Miami Heat. So I feel like we're all kind of on the same, uh, you know, brainwave here when it comes to uh, certain situations and key spots uh, as well. You know, I actually, I live bet that game. I took the Jazz minus three and a half in game and uh, they ended up blowing them out. But Mo, talk to me a little bit about your betting process. Uh, You know, I've been, I've, we've been we've connected over twitter for some time now and uh you know we definitely go back and forth here so tell me what your process looks like how do you start your day when it comes to looking at a game and um you know what what does that look like give me give me kind of a breakdown of what you're looking for and how how you break down a game yeah so i'll uh i'll use nhl as an example since you need uh throughout nba uh info there um, so NHL for me, the way I start is I really look at the uh, team stats, uh, offensive and defensive. So when you're looking at the defensive stats, for example, which is probably a little bit more important, you can start off with goals allowed uh, as a team. Uh, you look at the penalty killing percentages, um, and then you can also break down the offensive stats and kind of create a, uh, a power ranking sort of uh, based off of, on, on how they play. Um, I'm a huge over-under guy, um, played opposite of you, Ira. Uh, but, um, but, yeah, so when you're looking at the offensive stats, I can see that, the, you know, the Red Wings are the lowest-scoring team in the league. The Kings are the second-lowest-scoring team in the league. And then I can kind of match them up with who they're playing. Uh, and then that's really, you know, really simple starting step to, uh, to figuring out what my wager is going to be on, that, on the game. <clears throat> yeah, and and you talk about hockey there for a second because hockey is my favorite sport to watch. 
it's not necessarily my favorite sport to bet on, but it, it's pretty close. Uh, I think that there's a big uh, edge in hockey as well. I don't think that a lot of people are, are really covering hockey. And I do think there's some edges here uh, in that sport to really attack as well. But when you look at a game like when the Red Wings are playing another bad team, right? Let's say Red Wings Sabres or something like that. You know, they might not score a bunch of points, right? They might not score a bunch of goals, either team Detroit or the Kings or whoever that is, the two bad teams are playing. But could it be a situation in a spot where two bad teams, they both put a lot of shots on goal and both goalies are pretty terrible. Now, is that a game where you're kind of looking at it and you're like, hmm, I know they don't score a lot, but their goalies are terrible. Their defense is terrible. So maybe it's a situation where I'm going to play the over here in this game. What, what do you have to say about two bad teams playing against each other in hockey? I mean, you, you really got to go back to the numbers. And then um, the second step after looking at those team statisticals uh, stats is, uh, is looking at the trends. Um, you know, a lot of times we can have a biased opinion over a team just from watching the sport. Um, but looking at the trends can really help you make that second decision when you're looking at uh, two bad teams playing each other. Let's say they both are terrible at power plays and both are terrible at power play killing as well as, uh, as scoring. Um, the next step would for me would be looking at their trends. What have they done the last five to ten games? Good example is the New, Jer- New Jersey Devils. I mean, that's, in my perspective, a terrible team. But the last two weeks, they've been scoring, you know, four or five goals every single game. So uh, when you're looking at the Devils versus the Red Wings or the Senators or something like that, um, you can kind of look at the trend and see that the Devils have been smoking some pretty good teams, and that can kind of help you make a decision. Yeah, and speaking of trends real quick, real quick uh, trends are interesting to me because uh, I'm not a huge trends guy, but I do, I do follow them. And uh, I don't know if you if you guys have both been following this at all, but uh, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets have been in an unbelievable first period underrun. I think it's about 19 in a row or something like that now, under one and a half goals in the first period. Last night they played the Rangers. There was a goal in like I think the first 30 seconds of the game, and it ended the first period ended 1-0. Um, so yeah, definitely trends are interesting to look at and, uh, sometimes they can get hot and you should be riding a trend until kind of it, it goes away. I, I did the same with a couple of teams this year already with hockey. Uh, I was riding the, uh, the Anaheim ducks and the Kings overs and unders. I was riding the Rangers over in the first period when that was hot. And I've been riding the same, uh, the, uh, the same trend that Columbus blue jackets under first period. Uh, one and a half goals for the last, I would say, about a week. So I'm a little late to the to the party, but uh, I had enough of a sample size and I felt comfortable with the trend. And I, so I've got on that about six, seven times so far. Um, so that's been fun. Let's uh, let's move on to the next question. And I think we already touched upon this, but one of our uh, Twitter followers had a interesting question and they wanted to know, um, and I'll throw this back to you, Yaniv, when you're betting on sports, Okay, is it more important to have a model and a number and no gambling? Or is it better to understand the sport from a, uh, from a, you know, a natural perspective? Like I've played it, I know the rules, I, I can understand how the game is played so I can get a feel for the teams and how they play their rotations, uh, things like that. So what do you think is more important? And it doesn't have to be, you know, 
it doesn't have to be yes or no. It could be both are important, right? But what do you think is more important? And if there isn't, what do you think is kind of a good blend? And should you learn a sport before you bet on it? What do you think you need? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good question by the listener. Um, I mean, I would say that you got to first like ask yourself, like, what is, are you trying to be like a pro at this? Are you trying to just have fun with it? You know, try to first gauge um, how serious you want to be um, when, you know, when you're placing your bets. So that's the first step. Um, I don't think you have to even watch the sport if you don't want to. I mean, if you're mathematically inclined, um, you know, there's, you know, think about it from the bookies perspective. A lot of their odds makers, they're not watching the sports every day. They're just, you know, looking at the numbers and coming out with lines um, and they're making sharp lines and they're making money off of it. So I think, I don't think you necessarily need to uh, watch a sport to, you know, to be, to have your own lines and to be betting on it. But again, it comes back to whether or not you want to be that serious about it. Um, But do you think it's important to understand the sport? Like I'm not betting, I'm not betting on cricket because I don't know how, how to play. Right. But I'll bet on tennis, even though I don't really follow it too much. But for right. the I know how to play the game. I know who's better. I, I can kind of do my research because I can kind of look at the tape and the highlights. I know how that game is played and what's important when I'm watching right. tennis, right? Exactly. So what do you so, think about so, that? So, yeah, exactly. So I, I think it is. And that kind of goes back to, you know, what I said in the beginning. It depends how seriously you want to take the sport, right? Like basketball is my, my thing. So I definitely watch it a lot and also have the numbers. And, you know, to go back to that, jazz heat example from watching it you could pick up these trends that you know a younger team on the road on a back-to-back in like utah high altitude environment um you know won't perform as well as they usually do you know that's that's only comes from watching the sport understanding it um and you won't get that from the numbers particularly so uh, i think it's both and again it goes back to like how how serious do you want to be about it? And are you just doing it just, you know, to have some action or are you really want to get serious about it and try to make some money off of it? Absolutely. You know, the more you put into anything, the better you'll be That's at, true. That, uh, at that particular thing. What do they say? 10,000 hours and you become an expert, right? So, uh, Mo, I got a question for you. We've talked about this a bunch. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, giving out picks for free on the internet, on, on Twitter can go in your favor and it can definitely – backfire and you can kind of slip on that banana peel and fall on your ass. Right. So my question to you is, you know, we've, we've, we've been there, you know, especially since we're putting ourselves out there every day before the game locks and we're throwing out our picks and we're tracking our records and things like that with the Twitter, with the Twitter trolls out there. And uh, let's say you gave out four picks and one of them was a blowout loser. Right. Let's talk a little bit about bankroll management. What do you got to say about bankroll management? How important is that into your overall process? And do you think that, um, you know, just because you have a bad night or a bad week, uh, that can kind of, you know, hinder you or, or make you a little bit more sensitive to your, to, to, to your future bets? Or do you just believe in the process and you know how much you're betting on each game and you're going to stick with that process? Talk to me a little bit about this bankroll management situation. It's, uh, it's, it's truly, it's, it's everything. It's, it's, uh, it's really everything. I mean, when you're looking at, um, you know, some of the best cappers, I mean, I, I can't, I would get, my guess would be some of the best cappers or, 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 uh, or professional sports bettors are hitting maybe 60, 65% of the time. And that's really on the high end. So what are they doing the other 45% of the time they're losing? 
So um, the way I look at it is you really have to break down. I mean, the rule of thumb for me is I, I try to never bet more than 1% of my bankroll per bet. Because once again, when you look at some of the best cappers, if they're losing 45% of the time, I mean, you could, you could lose 10 straight. Um, so I see, you know, I see a lot of guys on Twitter, you know, that get super pissed off or give you a lot of crap about, about a losing pick. And, uh, and that's not, that's not the perspective you need to have, you know, um, the way, the way, uh, if, if you're, if you're blowing your entire bankroll, if you've got 500 bucks and you put 250 on one bet and you put your entire 50% of your bankroll on it, then you're doing this to have fun. You're not doing this to make money. You're not, you're not treating this as a, as, as a, a business per se I and mean, you're you know there's profits there's losses so so uh bankroll management is super important um i, I don't suggest anybody betting more than one percent of their bankroll on each pick um you can have fun super bowl sundays stanley cup world series you can get you know have a little more fun and maybe bet 10 percent. but but if you really want to uh to grow and as you're able to you know when you have a bankroll and you're betting one percent you're getting better you know the, the losses aren't hitting you as harder and you'll actually get better because, you know, you got to lose a hundred times before you go bankrupt. So, uh, so yeah, super important. I, I love that. I love that. And, you know, uh, definitely in my younger days, I've been a victim of tilt and uh, definitely uh, fired off more than I wanted to on a game. So I definitely understand it, especially from younger, uh, from a younger person's perspective. But now that I'm older, wiser, and in my 30s, uh, I think bankroll management is probably uh, the most important thing when you are um, when you're trying to bet on sports, and especially if you're trying to take it a little uh, a little uh, more seriously. Yeah, and um, just uh, just to yeah, add to that, you, I agree yeah, let, let us know what you think here. Yeah, to, just to add to that, I agree 100%. And I think that's also why having, you know, your first question, like, what's your process? I think having a process is really important because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you'll look at a board and like, oh, I like this game, I like this game, I like this game. And what you end up doing is betting on things that you don't have edges on and things that you really shouldn't be, right, betting on. So, But if you have a process and you have – um, you know, ways to decide what to bet, what not to bet. It, it also limits you from making those bad bets, which will also diminish your bankroll in the long run. Yeah, and I think it's really important, um, you know, kind of like uh, going back to my poker days. Yaniv, I know you're a poker player. Mo, I'm not sure if you are, but, uh, you know, it's important to understand the game from an analytical perspective and, uh, you know, kind of have your own process as well, certain situations and key spots, right? But um, you know, go, building off of that, you know, you got to have a community, a couple people in your life that you can kind of bounce your bets off before you lock them in, talk about them, talk the process through, you know, like Yaniv and I and Mo and I, we talk pretty much every day. And I know Yaniv and I, for sure, you know, we've been working together for a long time on, on the models and the, and the, and the bankroll managements and things like that. And sometimes me and Yaniv will be talking about a, a certain pick. And I'll be like, Yaniv, I really like the Hawks tonight. And he's like, well, there's no value. And then I'm like, but here's the situation and here's why I think it's a good bet. And I might talk him into it, but he might talk me off of it, which is also important because it allows me for making these bad decisions, right? You got to have at least one person in your circle that understands these things, who understands the betting process and can kind of either talk you onto a game or talk you off a game because the most important thing you don't want to do is go ahead and fire a game just because you want action on it 
And, uh, you know, we've all been there and, and, and it's just really important for someone to be able to talk you out of the game as well. Um, moving on, I had a question. Uh, this is a personal question, not from a listener. This is an IRA question. You know, on Twitter, I give out my individual plays. Been doing pretty good um, so far since the podcast started. Everyone can follow me and all my picks on, you know, the Action Network as well. I log all my picks on there so you can kind of see how I'm doing percentage-wise, all time, etc. But I had a question for you guys, and I wanted to know both of your thoughts. Yaniv, I'll start with you, and then Mo, I want you to think about it and give me your answer as well. Every day I give out my picks and then I throw out a little, you know, I like to have a little fun with my pizza money and throw out a parlay. It wouldn't be a night unless I was sweating six games at a time. So having said that, you need, what do you think about taking, you know, let's say your unit size on a regular game, right? Like last night I liked the Rangers and the Jets, right? And I'm betting a unit on each of those games. But I do like giving out pizza parlays. Because I call them pizza parlays. I like to take a slice or two slices of that pizza money, and I like to throw it on a, a combination of five, four to six games that I really like just to have a little – that's my kind of my action, my fun money. And um, talk to me a little bit about what your thoughts are. You know, not everybody's big on parlays. I like doing it because I think it's a lot of fun and it engages the Twitter followers and things like that. And I've been known to hit some parlay. Some people call me parlay my, as my nickname. But what do you think here? What are your thoughts on parlays? And, and uh, do you think it's a waste of money? Do you think if there's a certain situation, it's a good idea, bad idea? What are your thoughts here? Yeah, so, I mean, I think if, as long as you, you know, separate it out from like your regular right betting strategy, you want to have a little bit of fun with it, I think that's totally fine. Um, you know, as long as you don't go too overboard and cut into your right bankroll too much, um, right? You always want to be building on your bankroll, right? If you're betting percentage-wise, especially, right? One percent of you know of a hundred is a dollar, but then if your bankroll is one ten, now you're betting one ten, and you and that's that's how you keep on building your bankroll over time. So if you're betting too many parlays, you're going to be cutting into those profits long term. Having said that, you want to have a little bit of fun with it totally fine you know it makes sense it's cool it's uh it's fun to like sweat a bunch of games per night i personally i've done a bunch of like you know i always me and i always talk about this like give me he'll ask me about some like you know a hockey money line favorite parlay i'm like dude whenever i do a hockey money line favorite parlay there's always one dog that just ruins your night and it's the one that you never expect and it's just like so super annoying so i think what i started doing is like I might find one or two, right, like underdogs from like a hockey or like underdogs from a basketball game and throw, and throw those into a parlay. You have like much better payouts. So you don't have to hit them as often, right? You hit them like once out of eight times, you're like making money because you're getting paid out like four and a half or five to one on like an underdog parlay. Yeah. So, and, and that happened to me last night, by the way. I, I gave out a parlay on Twitter two of them lost, but I ended up taking another small little parlay for like nothing, but just yeah, a little yeah, it's fun. always like the one that like, all right, this is like the surest bet. Yeah. The yeah. Like, so that happened to me last night. I had the Rangers blue jackets under, I had uh, the Rangers to win the game at plus money at plus plus one thirty. I think I had um, another, another situation. I think it was like an even money bet. And then I had three college basketball. And then obviously the one, the, the one pick that should have won, the 
the Winnipeg Jets at a minus 145 favorite lose to San Jose at home. I mean, I was yeah. like, come on, man. He just cost me like $900. I had all these. I had two heavy. Blow I had two dogs. Period at home. It was, two goals, gave like, up two, two goals, goals in the third period. How do you do that at <laughs> home, man? And, but I had some dogs in there, and it was a lot of fun. And, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those situations we talk about all the time, those, which favorite's going to kind of kick your ass tonight in the, in the pizza parlay. But, um, Mo, what are your thoughts on parlays? Do you, do you play around with them? I like to have a little bit of fun. And, again, I'm not betting units on them. I'm betting a fraction of a unit. Again, pizza money at best. Um, not a whole pie, just a couple slices. What are, What are your thoughts here on uh, on pizza parlays or parlays I, I, in general? I can't remember the last time I did a parlay. Um, it's you know statistically speaking, they're just they're very difficult to hit. But uh, I do love the fact that you call them a pizza parlay because that's exactly how you have to play them. Um, you know, a fraction of your betting size. Uh, you know, just to have some fun. Uh, you know, I love when somebody's telling me about their parlay and the first thing they start off with was, is with how much they're going to win, you know? Right, right. I got this play. Uh, I can win two grand. Yeah. I <laughs> bet 50, I bet $15 on an eight team or uh, I got 2,500 coming. Okay. Yeah, sure. So they're, they're just so fixated on, on how much they can win that they almost forget what needs to happen. You know, it's already difficult as it is to get two right. Um, but you know, like I said, I, I love the fact that you call it a pizza parlay to let the listeners know that, you know, you, you need to be very sparingly with the amount of your betting size on, on the parlay. And if you hit them they're you know, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, listen, and, and like I said, I mean, let's just say for, for easy math, I mean, uh, let's say a unit for you is a hundred dollars. I'm taking 10 bucks, maybe five, 10 bucks, throwing it on a pizza parlay just for fun. It's not my overall strategy, but sometimes I hit them and, you know, I just like them. I think they're a lot of fun. And I think it really a lot of people have a lot of fun with them. So, you know, listen, people don't want me to give them out. You don't need to listen to me. You don't need to take them. I like to give them out just to have a little bit of fun and uh, and go from there. I do have one more question for you guys. And then we'll get into some uh, some picks on this big slate on Saturday. Um, what's one just one key data point you look for when uh, either looking at the game, the analysis, the breakdown, or the model. Yaniv, I'll throw this one to you first. What's one key data point you look for in a game? Uh, well, when it comes to NBA, it's definitely going to be shooting is, is going to be probably the most important. Um, and with that is like three-point shooting. Um, you know, the NBA is obviously moving towards there. It's already there. Um, so many teams take such a high percentage of their shots from three, which is a reason why I hate the Rockets so much and trying to decide if they're going to cover or not because, you know, the three-point shot is obviously high variance and they're at the top of that variance chart. So I don't know if anybody's been betting on the Rockets the past couple of years, but they're super frustrating how they could just go into L.A., right, and just, like, smack the Lakers on the road with, like, you know, seven players because they hit all their threes and they come back the next game and they lose to like the Kings or something like that at home. You know, they're just like such a frustrating team. So I think trying to predict that is the toughest part, but it's also the most important part about uh, the NBA and trying to you know decide who's, who's going to win or not. Yeah, absolutely. Mo, Mo any, uh, any data points you look at um, when, when looking, breaking down a game, either basketball or hockey, is there one specific thing you like to look at? 
yeah, I mean, uh, it's got to be. I'll go with NHL. Um, you know, biggest thing for me is com- is combining the goals allowed with goals scored. It's pretty simple with NHL. Um, you know, you're looking at a defense and, and uh, you're looking at, you know, the uh, goals allowed um, and then uh, and then making that decision on over unders uh, or, or specific matchups. Great. OK, let's dive into a little uh, slate action here. Saturday games about to tip off in college basketball. Um, I don't know if you guys have any plays here in college basketball. I'll, I'll just ask you real quick. Anybody have any college basketball plays they want to throw out? Yeah, uh, we always got plays. <laughs> All right. All right. Good. I, I like when you're not shy and then you'll give out some plays. Let's let's hear some college basketball from you, Mo. Okay. So uh, so my favorite play of the day is going to be uh, Miami Wake Forest. Um, I got Miami at minus three. You can probably buy the half a point. It's up to minus three and a half. I think it's at uh, it's at minus four. Um Miami's been solid this year against the spread, uh, six and two as a favorite. Um, they're three and zero oh when the spread's right around uh, one to four. Um, Wake Forest has been has been decent as well um, as an underdog and on the road, uh, but I, I, I like Miami here at this spot. Miami minus three. Great, yeah, that number's already moved. I see minus three, minus one fifteen, and minus four as well. Um, on another site. Uh, you need any, uh, I know you're not a huge college basketball guy. Do you have any, uh, any interest on any game here today on this big slate of games on Saturday? Can I give out a, a soccer play? Oh yeah. Is Let's that, hear it. Is that allowed? Yeah. Yeah. We listen, man, <laughs> I, you don't have to, you don't have to threaten me with a good time. I'll take a <laughs> soccer play. What do you got for us? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking at, uh, it start, tips off in about an hour, or starts in about an hour. We got Norwich City at Liverpool in the EPL Premier League. So Liverpool, I don't know if you guys follow soccer. They haven't I'm, lost, I'm right? I'm the soccer, soccer realm these days. Uh, but they're on a historic run um, in the league. They haven't lost yet the entire season. Um, they're trying to break the record. I think it's like 30-something games, and they're like 24 24 wins, one draw, no losses. Um, so they're running away with the league, and they're they're on the road against the worst team, one of the worst teams in the in the Premier League in Norwich City. Um, I'm looking over here for an under three and a half. It's juiced a little bit, like minus 150. But Liverpool have a big um, Champions League match later on in the week, um, and the cha- and like you know the the Premier League they already have wrapped up. They don't really care too much about it. They, really can't lose it. And the Champions League there is like really the, um, you know, I don't know if, how familiar you are with the soccer, uh, but it's basically all the best European teams uh, play in the Champions League uh, against each other. So you have the best teams in England, best teams in Spain, Italy, et cetera. So I feel like they're going to care a little bit more <clears throat> about <clears throat> that matchup later in the week, and they won't really put their you know, best um, foot forward in this effort. They could just do the minimum – um, and, and get the win. They also have the best defense uh, in the Premier League. Um, so I kind of like an under three and a half. And if you, if you have it also, uh, Liverpool to win to nil is, uh, is, you know, some sports books offer that as well. What so, does that mean? Win, a win and the other team doesn't score? Exactly, yeah. Because for them to win, it's like pretty juice. It's like minus 340. 
but if you get them to win to nil, it's probably got like a minus 160, 170. It's kind of like it's kind of like betting hockey to win in regulation, right? Exactly. More yeah. or less. I'm like, talking about from an odds perspective. Right. Right. Exactly. So the main play would be the under three and a half. If you could find Liverpool to win to nil, I like that as well. Great. Great. Um, you know, guys, before we jump into some hockey picks, just want to give a shout out one more time to my, our sponsors over at MyBookie. Dot ag they've got the fastest payouts best promotions and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team can even take the bets that we give you even though mo and yaniv aren't big fans for a parlay and get, get an even bigger payout my bookie's got more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around and if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars that means if you deposit two thousand you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with all you got to do is use our promo code today that's T-O-D-A-Y to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is today to activate your offer and get your extra cash from my bookie. Let's bet, win, and get paid. Um, also, guys, before we jump into NHL, I uh, just want to give a shout-out to you guys here uh, for the listeners. Uh, as always, you can follow our picks along on Twitter. Um, I'm at Ira Silver Magic. We are at Hoopball Gaming. Mo, what is your Twitter handle? Uh, it's Modell, M-O-E-D-E-L-L-L, three L's at the end. All right, perfect. You need, are you, you're not so active on Twitter, right? Not so active on Twitter, but I, I'm starting a new one, I guess, um, for, for, for these purposes. Uh, but you can follow me at, at Poker and Ball. At Poker and Ball, perfect. And again, I'm at Ira Silver Magic. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, DM us. Whatever it is, we're, we're happy to be here. We're happy to help answer any questions you may have. Uh, I know we got a big uh, NHL slate today, guys. Uh, any any uh, NHL games that you really love today, Mo? Uh, yeah, I've got a few. All right, give, it, give, give the listeners what they want. All right, let me pull it up here. All right, so uh, love the over-unders. Uh, first one for me is the San Jose Sharks, uh, Minnesota Wild, under six. Um, the unders scare people. NHL unders scare people. Um, but I think this is going to be a, a low-scoring game. Um, so the Sharks, uh, San Jose Sharks, one of the lowest-scoring teams in the league. Uh, Minnesota, uh, one of the better defensive teams in the league. Um, excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I don't see this game, uh, three, one, two, one, I can see, uh, Minnesota winning this one. Great. And, um, give us, uh, give us your next, uh, best bet on the board here for the NHL. All right, let's stick, uh, or, or I can give out one here. I'll give out one while you're looking at, at, uh, at your uh, board there. Yeah. There's a, there's a game. Sorry, there my okay. There we go. There's a game I like a lot today, and it comes down to a very simple equation. Not a whole lot of unbelievable analysis on this one, uh, which would shock you because I like to really get into games here. But there's one game I really like uh, from a betting perspective, and just because one team is going in one direction and the other team is going in the complete opposite direction, they're a short road favorite. Uh, I'm not sure who's starting in goal yet. I'm trying to pull that up as we speak. But it's the Dallas Stars. Oh, it looks like Ben Bishop will be starting in goal for Dallas. Uh, it's Dallas Stars on the road, short road favorite against the Montreal Canadiens. 
Uh, Dallas is minus 120. The Canadians are even money. The Canadians look like they'll be starting a guy in goal named Charlie Lindgren I've never heard of. It looks like his goals against is 3.48, and he's 1-3. and three. It's really not so much as that fading him. It's more about fading the Canadians here and jumping on Ben Bishop and the Stars. Ben Bishop has been fantastic as of late. Uh, 19, 12, and four, 237 goals against. Uh, and I, I just really, I just really like the Stars team and, and the Canadians team. I'm just not feeling too comfortable with. So I'm going to go with the Stars here, minus 120 on the road in Montreal. Uh, you need any, uh, any hockey picks from you or you're just, uh, you're just a basketball guy. No. Yeah. I mean, I like to give out a little hockey now and then. I just don't have so many, but I always like try to find like one game on the board. Uh, which I like. And uh, for today, I'm really liking this uh, Edmonton at Panthers matchup. I've uh, mm-hmm. got two plays in this one. The first one, main one to be over one and a half goals for the first period. Um, but, you know, the Oilers are one of the best first period over teams in the league. Uh, Panthers aren't too shabby themselves. Um, Bobrovsky is in goal. For the Panthers today, he's been really shaky lately. He's so bad, oh. as as we all know. Um, so I, yeah, I'm kind of liking the over uh, 1.5. I think it's minus 150 is what I'm seeing. Yeah, it's juicy for the, the first over period. Minus, yeah, minus 150. And then, then also taking the Oilers at uh, plus 140 on the road. They've been playing uh, better recently. The Panthers have been dropping some some questionable games. So. Think they're in better form and i'll you know i'll take a shot with the oilers on the road he's gonna take a stab with the oilers at plus 135 over one and a half goals in the first period juice to the over minus 150 mo any uh, other nhl plays for you today here yeah let's go with the philadelphia flyers uh at Tampa bay lightning over six goals i would not be surprised to see this game get up to six and a half uh let's see the lightning 17 and 10 at home uh with the over uh the flyers are 19 and 11 uh with the over on the road um so i can see this is going to be a high scoring game i think that lightning are going to blow them out um but uh yeah over six goals great and um there's another another game i want to talk about here uh on the board and that's the I'm just trying to pull up who's going to be starting in goal tonight for them. And that's the Los Angeles Kings versus the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, look here at the Kings to win in regulation. I'm pulling up what the price is here right now. King, I'm sorry, not the Kings, the, the Avalanche to win in regulation. Sorry. Uh, Avalanche to win is their minus $2.70 favor right now. I'm not, ha- I don't have a total here. I mean, I don't have a, a, um, a, a win in regulation. Do you guys have a one up there for that game? I like uh, the Avalanche to win in regulation or to win by one and a half goals either way. I just think the Kings, I mean, I'm a huge hockey guy, huge LA Kings fan. I have been since I was a little kid, but, uh, nothing better than fading the Kings. Jonathan Quick just isn't the same. He's not the same Jonathan Quick that we saw win some Stanley Cups, a lot slower. That groin injury a couple years ago really hurt him, and I'm looking to take the abs in regulation. Wow, look at this. I didn't even realize. Did you know that the Boston Bruins were a $5 favorite today at home against the Detroit Red Wings? And they're 0-2 against the Red Wings this year. And they're a $5 favorite. Lord have mercy on us. 
That's unbelievable. And uh, yeah, if you want to take a stab with the Red Wings, they're plus three fifty. That's unbelievable. Um, yeah, okay. actually, on those, um, I've had a little bit of uh, success on those like giant, giant favorites. I, instead of taking the Red Wings for the game, like I would look at them for the first period. You'd still probably get like around three to one, but a lot of times, right, the Bruins are going to come in. They know they're going to win the game. And it's kind of like, you know, with NBA, when the, the home team turns it on in the fourth quarter and just blows away with it, they don't really have to try until they really need to. So you might be able to, to, to sneak away with a, a plus 300 win in the first quarter, in the first period, sorry, um, or if it ends up 0-0, zero, zero, you get your money back. Yeah, I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm seeing plus two fifty right now for the Red Wings of the first period. Um, yeah, and uh, if you want to take a stab, you know. Yeah, Mo, I got one more question for you before we uh, jump off here. I know you said under six goals in Sharks Minnesota, but I got a big problem, and my big problem is that the San Jose Sharks look like they're going to be starting Martin Jones in goal tonight. Martin Jones has been awful. He gives up a ton of goals. And, um, you know, the Wilds goalie, he's the, I believe he's the, the backup goalie he's going to be starting tonight, Dubnik. Um, but, you know, he's been okay as of late, but he is, he does have a over 3.33 goals against Martin Jones, not as, not, not, uh, not anything better at 3.25, both losing records here. You really like the under six here in this game with these two goalies that are going to be starting? Um, Key factor that I didn't uh, talk about when I when I gave the pick, uh, San Jose Sharks number one team in the league in penalty killing percentage. Yeah, they're um, great. They're great on the penalty kill. I think that's going to be a big factor um, when it comes to this game. So I, I still like that under six, and it's, uh, I still like it as one of my favorite plays today. All right, all right, guys. Well, listen. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Uh, the listeners out there, we appreciate all the questions, all the feedback. Um, Mo, thanks for joining us today on the show. Yaniv as well. We really, uh, I think we broke down a lot of really interesting points here. Once again, we are a hoop ball presentation. That's hoop-ball.com. I'm at Ira Silver Magic. We are at Hoop Ball Gaming. Thanks so much for joining us. And we will be back on Monday to recap some All-Star Weekend. And uh, any, any parting words, guys? Best yeah, of luck. <laughs> All right, guys. Perfect. And we'll it's been talk. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks buddy, so much for joining. Buddy Hill tonight. Buddy Hill. I kind of, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like uh, in the three-point contest. Zach Levine. Give me, my, give me the, yeah. the hometown, the hometown dark horse at ten to one. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Derek Jones dunk contest. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. All right. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.